T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now welcome back into beers on us with mike lynch and patrick harris thank you guys so much for listening we've got uh well you know it feels like good news i suppose you know going into this week sure i mean i think if it's good news but nobody seems to think it's good news as uh, multnomah county is opening this week Mm -hmm. this friday uh, that is the, what, the 19th, and um, tomorrow. June, Juneteenth. Juneteenth, yes. Um, Which so, I also find kind of odd. I thought it might be cool to, I don't know, maybe skip that day and whatever. Just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a day that not anything has ever happened on before, really, in terms of like people right. respecting it as a day. Right. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll start to see that, I assume, based yep. on what we've been uh, reading the last couple of days. But um, it feels good. But then whenever I say anything to Patrick about it, he goes, yeah, it's great. <laughs> so happy. Yeah. Um, so we'll get to that here in a second. Also, our topic of the day, intertwined with that, is when you see beer from out of state, do you want it? Are how, you excited? How excited are you to see beer from other states? How excited are you to try things not from Oregon? Does the state matter to you? We'll get to that as well find the podcast most places you can find podcasts apple Podcasts, google play 1080thefan.com radio.com app stitcher omni etc you can find us on social media instagram.com slash beers on us you can dm us on there as well our personal pages i'm on twitter at mike lynch 27 patrick is on instagram at p diddy zero eight five is doing his live show tonight 7 p.m on uh, IG Live or IGTV or whatever. IGTV and Facebook Live. And Facebook if you're friends with them there. So you can go ahead and watch that. What is this, show five? For me? Yes. Oh, no, man. I think it's show like eight or nine. Online shows? Yeah. Wow. I've done it. I've done it every Thursday. Except for once. Every Thursday since probably late March, early April, maybe. Maybe early April. Except for the Black Lives Matter. Yes. The, fir- the first week of that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. That's where you can find him tonight uh, after the podcast drops. I haven't even written the set list yet, so I don't even know. We already know you're doing uh, Rick Astley today on ukulele. I I didn't have enough time to learn it, but I will learn it. (laughs) And you will do it. I will learn it, and I will do it. Um, So, quickly, for Weekend Beer, I didn't do anything over-the-top crazy. I had, uh, finally, the the Pelican our dankest time oh, our dankest hour our dankest hour yeah really good it's a solid mm-hmm. beer i enjoyed it um <clears throat> sadly 
Luckily, this didn't affect the beer. Uh, it was in a bag with some Snapple that I bought for myself. And literally three feet from my front door, bag ripped open. Beer, oh. Snapple on the ground. Oh, no. Two of the Snapples broke. They didn't break, but they like popped the seal and the Snapple was everywhere. Yeah. The beers were fine. They were just dented cans. It's okay. But uh, I was like really annoyed. I was like, <sighs> yeah. first of all, I was excited for this half and half Snapple. Delightful. And Arnold Palmer. <laughs> And uh, second of all, do not ruin these beers that I said I wanted to try, and I'm finally trying. They're good. I'm very happy to have them. Okay. I still have a couple of culmination phaedruses in there, and uh, one more comatose as well that I had from a couple weeks ago. So that's kind of what I've been milking. I did post on our page what I got this Sunday. I said, got some new beers and one old reliable, as I got volatile substance. Uh, I got the My Kind of IPA from North Jetty. I got the Ooh. Shimmer Glow Imperial Stout from Lewitt. And I got the Terminator, uh, or Tumor, Tumornator. Tumornator. Tumornator from Wolf Tree, because I'm now on a Wolf Tree kick. Yeah. Uh, triple IPA, which oh. I, you know. Yikes. More my speed, Hello. less your speed. Uh, you want to take a guess on the percentage on that one? 10-3. 11. Ooh. Straight up it. 11. Get it. Uh, the Shimmer Glow Imperial Stout was delightful from Lewitt. From Lewitt. Really good. Lewitt does dark beer really well. I, I think that's seen... what we've known. I think they've even won JBF medals. I... Don't normally see Lewitt out and about, but I have been going to Market of Choice recently more often, and they have got a little bit better beer selection mm-hmm. than some of the other gourmet supermarkets in the area. And I saw that and was like, well, I'm going to try this. Uh, I really like the Tumornator as well. It was good. It did not feel 11%. It was just an enjoyable sip. Volatile Substance was obviously solid. Uh, not a huge fan of the My Kind of IPA from North Jetty. Yeah. Um, the description was interesting. It was like, you guys gave us all your suggestions of your favorite IPAs, and we kind of just combined them all. And I was like, oh, that sounds interesting, right? And it had a tiny bit of haze to it. It wasn't like overly hazy or anything. It just wasn't my thing. Gotcha. But uh, the other three were delightful. But the Shimmer Glow Imperial Stout blew it. Really cool purple and black can. And uh, really, really, really good. I really liked it. So bravo, guys. Uh, I finished up my Block 15 tour, which I will post probably tomorrow to not take away from the podcast today. Um, I was unable to find a can of that Maybach. So I didn't, I didn't have the Maybach. Oh, the Bucking Team one? Yeah. yeah. But I've got three light beers, three hoppy beers in my classic lineup on the counter. So I'll I'll post that with a little write-up of Block 15 sometime this weekend. Um, And then I was at Bridgetown yesterday and bought some stuff in another classic Patrick Harris lineup here. I haven't got to them. These are kind of going to be my weekend beers. Um, I got a can of the uh, Agostini Pills from Von Ebert. Um, I also got a can of their Decocted Hellas which I really wanted to try as well. Got a can of Wayfinder's Hell, because I hadn't had that beer in a while. So you got two Hellases. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, a Pilsner and a Hellas. Oh, yeah, I do have two Hellases. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I like the style. Uh, round three of Sonengrown is out. Oh, from really? From Bailbreaker. Yep. I have not seen that yet. I just, I think it just showed, at least it just showed up at Bridgetown yesterday, I think. I'm very excited to try that when I see it, because yep. those first two were really good. Yeah, I liked the first one more than the yes, second agreed, one, agreed. but uh, I am excited to, to taste this. Uh, and then there's a new brewery from California that dropped uh, Topa Topa, if I'm saying that correctly, Topa Topa Brewing. Okay. Um, I got their clear IPA, and it says clear about seven times on the can, so that's so we're going nice. to pour it. It's going to be a hazy. hazy. <laughs> uh, I believe they are a brewery out of California, and I bought... I was at Grains of Wrath not too long ago and bought a couple more four-packs of Built for Speed because I really like it. I think it's one of the best IPAs on the market right now. And my girlfriend really likes it, too. So 
we got some of that, but I passed on this round of dystopian EGA for no reason other than I just didn't need to buy, you know, a case of grains of wrath beer, even though I would have drank it. I, say, I didn't need to, yeah. but want to. <laughs> want to. Different so story. I ended up grabbing a can of dystopia and a can of EGA. And I had the EGA last night and it was delicious. Yeah, I, I think we've had Bill for Speed on the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. It, it was the best that I've had from them IPA wise in a while. Yeah. Like, not to say anything was bad, but it mm. really stood out. Above the other ones that I yeah, had the, from there. The EGA was nice. I hadn't had that beer in a while. Um, it's definitely get, got a little more fuller body, um, a little more kind of like classic American style IPA sort of thing. Um, so that's nice. And I remember Dystopia really kind of being real kind of dank and citrusy, but I haven't had this batch yet. So that's what I'm going to dive into this weekend. Oh, and the other thing is so in the past two weeks, I keep forgetting to mention this, I have gone through. Six packs of Bodie Zaffa and Johnny Utah from Georgetown, and have not really enjoyed them as much as I used to. I and I'm curious as to why. I went through a sixer of Bodie Zaffa, mm-hmm. and I've had some of the Johnny Utah with you. Mm-hmm. I felt very similar. Yeah. Uh, now it's not a beer that I grew up with. Grew up with. Started drinking with like you did. Like mm-hmm. Georgetown beers for you. Those are one of your OGs. That's an OG. Manny's Pale Ale is an OG for me. Uh, I've had Bodie Zaffa and thought it was good, and then. I was like, ah, this is not what I remember it. And the Johnny Utah, honestly, pretty disappointing. If I'm yeah. being 100% honest, well, I, I had it. It wasn't bad. Is that the first time you've had it? Yes. Oh. It was disappointing. Because I've had both those beers, I feel like, a thousand times. Um, I mean, they're newer beers, newer air quotes, probably within the last six years or so. Um, and I've had them, and majority of the time, they're great. I wonder if I just got an off batch. Could be old. You know, like, like sitting in tanks for a while just because of the the vid and all that kind of stuff. So I'm not ready to abandon them by any means. Um, but I, yeah, I was a little disappointed. Yeah. I, I, I imagine they'll pick back up and they'll be great. Because I had a six pack of Johnny Utah maybe a month or two ago. And that was great. That was oh. excellent. Okay, so then it was probably more likely a bad batch. All yeah, right. that's what I'm not thinking. as in like a, the downturn for the brewery or something. No, like no, that. no. I, I I am more on, this, on the, the side of that maybe these batches weren't quite the best quality, which is something, you know, we're going to have to kind of power through uh, once things, as things slowly get back to normal. Uh, well, things are starting to slowly get back to normal. Sir. Uh, sort of. As the cases in Oregon have been rising, but Multnomah is opening tomorrow yep. into phase one. Uh, thankfully for me, I had a haircut set for tomorrow, which uh, is at with my stylist in Multnomah. I could have gone in Beaverton, which mm-hmm. is where I live, or I could have gone in anywhere, Clackamas County, like Oswego, something like that. But I was like, ah, I can wait another week or two. And I have been, because if this didn't happen, if Multnomah stayed closed, I was going to a different place gotcha. to get it because my hair is at. I'm not waiting anymore. Annoying lengths at this point. But um, yeah, so I get to go get a haircut tomorrow, which is nice. But you do not seem very excited about the opening. And to be honest... I went to a restaurant for the first time last week, mm-hmm. and I uh, went out to Westgate Bourbon Bar and Tap House in Beaverton. You know, servers were all wearing masks. Yep. It was nice to get food fresh versus delivered or whatever, or from the fridge. Um, had a couple of whiskeys, delightful, but it just felt weird. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoyed the ability to go out and do it, but I... I want to say I felt uncomfortable. I just felt slightly awkward about doing it because it still felt wrong, wrong or too soon or I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know our cases generally in the state have been great compared to the rest of the country, 
Um, the fact that we hit our high before the huge spike out in Eastern Oregon this week was like 150 cases in a day when other states have had thousands in a day. You're like, oh, that's pretty good that our high is 160 or whatever. Now it's 280 because, again, LeGrand had like 150 of them. But um, We also ranked 49 out of 50 in terms of tests. Right. We're like tied with Idaho. But generally we've been doing pretty well. Yeah. Comparatively. Well, I mean, if you don't test, you don't get results. Comparatively. <laughs> See, you're poo-pooing my positivity here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just buddy. trying to be positive. Um, I'm just back in science. <laughs> when you see what happened in Arizona, where it's like they were trending pretty low, pretty low, and now it's like 3,000 new cases a day. Yeah, Florida is a cesspool right now. Texas as well. It's just getting bad. And it's like <clears throat> North Carolina, too. It's like, oh, boy. Well, our spike's 280. It doesn't feel quite as bad. So we're reopening. It felt a little bit wrong to go out to the restaurant, to be honest with you, but I just needed to do something because how many meals can you eat in your living room? Mm-hmm. You'd like to do something else. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if I'm feeling that way as a consumer, you as a restaurant worker has got to be really uncomfortable about the opening, even even with guidelines and even with safety precautions and even with masking rules, which mm-hmm. are now going to be imposed in Multnomah County as well as Washington, Clackamas, Marion, Polk, and Lincoln. Um, it's. I'm assuming you do not feel super comfortable with it. Ba- basically, now... As as an employee, you know, and these are your thoughts. The, right? the, well, yeah, yeah. The, these are my thoughts, but I'm I'm okay going on the record saying this. I support our company opening up. I 100% do. As a manager and a longtime employee of the of the company, I am confident that my employers are not putting me in danger. So I don't I don't have any issue with Breakside. I'm on their side with this. I I fully support. And I'm going to do everything I can to help, and I can. What concerns me is is a lot more of the overall arc is just as an employee who has been on the quote unquote front lines, not so much like a like a doctor nurse or somebody like that, but somebody that has been exposed constantly. I see people and I see how Cavalier. bad they act. Cavalier. You know, yeah. And that just scares the bejesus out of me. But I mean, a good thing is, is starting on Wednesday, you were required to wear a mask in all public places. Indoor public places. Indoor public places. Now, I'm pretty sure Kate Brown said that does not include restaurants or bars um, because, well, you're eating and drinking. Right. But the, I think the restaurant can say if you're coming in and sitting down mm-hmm. or if you're leaving your table to go to the restroom or whatever, you have to wear a mask. Yeah. And I wouldn't be shocked if a lot of places kind of kind of follow that. Um was just looking I at saw this. Ex Novo posted. Yeah. They're was, opening up their Flint Street one. And yeah. They're was, saying, that's what I wanted to pull up because I loved their what what they were talking about. They said if you arrive, you have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. And if you go to the bathroom, you have to wear a mask. Otherwise, yep. it's okay because you're at your table, food, drink, you know. Yep. I like, I like what Ex Novo is doing here. Please wear masks when arriving at the pub and when going to the restroom. Must have a table for dine in service. We cannot accommodate standing. That's something that worries me. Clear markers on the floor indicate where it is okay to stand. Once those are filled, we kindly ask you to wait outside or return at another time. Uh, they now take they partnered with Resi, so they take reservations. Um, so you can check that out. Only confirmed reservations are seated. Uh, limit to large party under ten people. Of course, that's that's a law thing. Um, I just although I think phase one does allow you to gather in groups of twenty five or less, but yeah. not 
indoors. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So you can be outside and gather 25, but inside is 10. And so I just know there's a lot of people that are just, I mean, cavalier is such a great word. You said it, um, that are just kind of, oh, I'm fine. Everything's going to be okay. And it's like, you know, well, my girlfriend has kids and my mother has had health issues and things like that. And like, I don't, I, I worry I wor- I, again, I don't worry about my employer putting me in harm's way. I support my employer. I just can't. I don't trust anybody. I don't trust the general population yet. I would like to get there. But even in this early stuff of just to-go stuff, and we've got, at Slabtown, we've got kind of a barrier. So you can't get to, like, our area. We serve you and put things on the table. We grab from the bottle cooler, things like that. And I even have that protection, which I'm going to kind of lose a little bit. But I have that protection, and I still see people that just don't care. Yeah, and that, and 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 that worries me. You know, if if I catch it, you know what happens? You know, a I'm unemployed for two weeks. I'm got to go through unemployment nightmare. And what happens at the restaurant? You know, everybody's got to get tested now. And if multiple people test positive, do we got to shut the place down? And that is a scary thing that I think a lot of people are going to have to look in the face and not just me, but any, you know, I've got friends that work at ex novo, you know, those people could be in the same boat. All it takes is, you know, one or two people to catch it. And then do you got to shut the place down for two weeks? Cause that would be, that would be disastrous. Yeah. Like purchasing stuff to open again, just to not yep. be able to do it. Yep. And not even because we heard about that last week when right. it was, or what is it now? Two was it last week or two weeks ago? Last week, last week, last Friday, it was supposed to be the day of opening. And Kate Brown came out 7 p.m. the night before and said, just kidding. Yep. It's like, I'm glad she put a pause on it because of rising cases, but the, totally. t- the timing was timing was brutal. Less than ideal. I've always said since the beginning, you tell me to wait, I'm going to wait. You tell me to go, I'm ready to go. But that was a little rough. Yeah. It was a little rough. Because I heard people were like, I spent all this money on product and now I, went, I can't I went to work. It. I went to work for six hours on my day off. To get the place ready. And I got in the truck to head back down to work to finish up because we were about to close and so I could get more stuff done. And I got two blocks from my house and it was like, not happening. You're like, cool. Still had to run down there and reset everything back up for takeout take out only because we had torn all that down. And yeah, so that that was brutal. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people had it worse than I did. I, I mean, I think I had it kind of easy compared to most people. But yeah, those are just my general concerns is it it's my concerns are with the public that's really all it is i think most businesses are all taking the right steps i mean restaurants for the most part restaurants pubs for the most part are pretty dang clean so i remember when the cdc first came out and it was like you need to do this step this step this step and we were like cool anything else we already do that i mean we became more hyper aware so that's great so yeah i'm just I'm cautiously, I am optimistic, but I'm very, very cautious. It's just, it's good to, in terms of the economics of it, it's good that places will have a chance to now make money again. Agreed. Because we've talked about this a lot and there's the safety is obviously most important, but there is a balance to be struck because you're going to have businesses fold the longer you stay closed Mm -hmm. and, you know. Safely reopening will cause a spike in cases. We've already seen it as mm-hmm. every other county has reopened. Um, you know, as long as you're taking the right measures, it will be better than not. I don't really know how else to say that. It's like, yeah, the the, the spike is bad. Mm-hmm. You don't want the spike, but it's expected because more people are doing things. Yeah. 
And I do think the mandatory face covering thing will help slow that down as well. Yeah. I'm not sure how many people are going to follow it. Uh, you know, you can't, you know, if, if the stores are strictly following it, then great. But, you know, there's a lot of people who don't want to wear a mask and, and have not been and are anti-mask and all that kind of stuff. There's, so There's going to be a lot of places that aren't going to let them in. Yep. It's kind of the new way now. Hopefully. I am, I am a big fan. Governor Brown did marry the counties, Washington, Multnomah, and Clackamas. I thought they were supposed to be together, and then they weren't, so I was very confused That's what that. I thought, too. But then Washington and Clackamas got ahead of Multnomah and were able to kind of say, hey, here's our data. We look good. Can we open? And Governor was like, okay, yeah, go for it. But I like moving forward from here. I like this marriage of the three because it's just too easy. We all go for, between all three of them yeah, all the time. Yeah, it's too easy for me to run to, you know, the beer store in downtown Milwaukee. You know, I got friends that own the joint. I know half the regulars there. Or how easy is it for you to hit up Ex Novo and Beaverton because it's down the street from your house? Yep. You know, like even though you work in Multnomah County. Like, it's just, it's too easy. It's not like going to Hood River or going to Bend. Like, you have to make that choice. That is a decision. Uh, that is a destination to where... These three counties, it's like, oh, you want to go there for food? Sure. Yeah. I'll drive the extra 10 minutes. Yeah. Why not? You yeah. want to go to Cartlandia on 82nd? You know, that's, it might, I don't know which county it is, but it might be in Clackamas, you know, and that's not that far. Like, I can get on 84 and cruise the 205 and drop down. So I am happy about that. That means that Washington and Clackamas have to wait at least 21 days uh, with Multnomah now to try to enter phase two. Doesn't mm -hmm. mean it's going to happen then. It's just there's a three-week period that you're required to be in phase one. So that means Clackamas will be in it for at least five or six weeks because they've been open for a couple of weeks already. I think it's like five or four for Washington because they were a week or two behind. Um, but, you know, so I, I, hopeful that we're moving forward. Things are going to be functioning again. The economy yeah. will start moving again, which is good. People will get their jobs back, which is yes, good. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I am excited <laughs> to work tomorrow with... With people who were not working. Yeah, yeah. We've got, <laughs> you know, we're, there's there's been three of us uh, this whole time. One got traded out for another. And, you know, it's been great because, you know, we're all super close now and we've got good communication and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see some, some, some old friendly faces tomorrow. So... Let us know your stories of going out in the counties that are open and when Multnomah opens. You know, let us know on our on our Instagram page what you've been doing and how the the vibe is and yeah, let us how know. people are acting and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, let us know places that are succeeding, like places that you walk into and you're like, okay, I feel safe. I would love to hear that. And honestly, if you go somewhere and you don't feel safe there, let us know because I'm not. I don't want to get into like a witch hunt or anything, but I think those of you that graciously listen to this podcast week in and week out we all like to go to the same kind of places and i would hate for it's almost like let's 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 all stick together here and right. help each other out support so support each you, other yeah so if you say you know i went to abc brewery and it's my favorite brewery in the world and i walked in there and i didn't even finish my beer and i left because i felt uncomfortable let us know you know we can either reach out to them and say hey this is what we heard you know or we'll kind of warn people not to go there i hate to say that but this is life or death a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm not going to die over a pint of beer, although that Wanderjack IPA we just put out is phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> and that correspondence export stout. Mm. Yeah. From Wander. Mm. Man, I saw that on the shelf again this last week. I was like, yeah. next time. Because <laughs> I had the shimmer glow. I yeah. was like, oh, I was yeah. really happy about that. All right, let's get into the actual segment of the week, but we're going to do it a little bit differently. Uh, Patrick walked in to the studio today and he said, I have an idea. I said, okay, I don't have any, any ideas. So ideas please tell are, me. Ideas are tough to come by. This, I, this idea hit me maybe yeah, an hour ago. Ideas are good. <laughs> I was just going to come in here and talk about Multnomah. That was it. Um, and he goes, your excitement level 
when drinking beer from out of state. I said, cool, I like it, let's do it. He goes, I have a beer for it. Okay, cool, let's make a beer of the week. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to do beer of the week with that part of the podcast next. Beers on us, Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris, Sierra Nevada Paleo. Whoa! Beer of the Week time with some additional segment talk here on Beers and Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. It's clear. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited about the small things here. So our Beer of the Week is what, Mr. Harris? Our Beer of the Week is Times Arrow, a West Coast IPA, also pronounced India Pale Ale, uh, from our mutual friend brewing in Colorado, in Denver, Colorado. Now, I've been to this brewery. As so have, have I. Had Which... a very nice experience there, even though uh, there was a funny story tied to that. <laughs> because I went there and was like, hey, uh, I'm buddies uh, with uh, Patrick from Breakside. And he told me to come here. And I just wanted to tell you, like, oh, the beer's really good. Like, I was just you know making conversation. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, I remember Patrick. <laughs> and and I was like, oh, cool. And, like, she actually gave me a pint off because of it. And was oh, like, was nice. oh, really nice. It turns out you didn't go there. Or, like, you you didn't go there with to meet people or something? I don't know. I mean, I was there. I don't remember how that story went down. I mean, I remember I, went- you, I said that and you were like... I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, I might not know who you're talking about, but I but I went there when uh, I went out to JBF a couple years ago. Really cool spot. It it's is. it's in a cool neighborhood with some other breweries. Ratio right down the road. Remember we had uh, the interview Excuse with the me. guy from Ratio. When yeah, we did Ratio. Our I loved that place. I loved hanging out at Ratio. The guy who did the mural on the back wall uh, at Ratio did the the steps at Slabtown. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of a fun. I was like, this artist, this work looks really familiar. Oh, whatever. Beer. Ugh. Yeah. And then I looked at stuff and, and caught it. Uh, Epic is in that neighborhood. Um, ratio, our mutual friend. I forget the street name, but it's yeah, a me really... Too. Coors Field is just down the street, too. Yeah, it's not on that street, but it is kind of down down the way from there. Probably a 10, 15-minute walk from yeah. that neighborhood, because we did it. Great Divide is somewhat close to that neighborhood as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but those two, Ratio and our mutual friend, really stood out to me. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, they were cool stuff. And I just noticed that we've, you know, I don't know if it's the COVID thing or if they're just opening things up, but this came into town. This has been in town for a little bit. And uh, I think all the other stuff I saw from them was hazy stuff. I didn't see any, like, loggers or stouts, anything. I just kind of saw hoppy stuff. I think I went there before the haze craze was really taking off, so they didn't have a lot of hazies. Yeah. Um, they had a lot of really cool options. Cool. For sure. Yeah. So yeah, so I so I grabbed this Times Arrows, a West Coast IPA, seven point seven percent. If you're not familiar with our mutual friend, I'll read this little blurb they have on their can. Our mutual f- friend began in 2012 from the vision of a few friends eager to create a brewery as a third space catalyst for building community and relationships. At the heart of our brewing philosophy is a commitment to locally sourced ingredients whenever possible, alongside a hands-on small batch brewing method. We pour ourselves into each beer brewed and hope you enjoy the culmination of science, creativity, and possibility coming together in beverage form. With gratitude. Cheers. So the question Dang. before we get into... And on the bottom it says, I am a Frenchman. <laughs> okay. It was canned on my birthday, so it's still pretty fresh. Um, before we get into the actual beer... Have you had it? Yes, I took a couple sips. The, uh, the topic is how excited do you get when you are here... And see beer from out of state. Um, the answer has changed for me over the course of this podcast, which is very funny. 
Um, also, I think the longer I've lived here, it's changed. When I first moved here, I refused, refused to have beer that wasn't from Oregon. Wow. Because in my mind, I came from North Jersey, mm-hmm. which has a terrible craft beer scene. <clears throat> Still pretty bad, but getting better. Um, and I came here and was like, oh my God. This beer is incredible. <laughs> Everyone else's beer sucks because I've never had good beer before. I'm only having Oregon beer. Right? Nice. I didn't know any better. And I would go places and like some places tell you, you know, if it's from Oregon, they've got little markers for it and stuff like that. And if I saw anything that didn't have that marker on it, nope, not doing it, not trying it. And it was more because I just thought beer from other places were bad because my experience living outside of Portland was bad. Bad beer. beer. So as I started doing this podcast... You started introducing me to some of the Washington breweries, which I had had some of but tended to avoid because, again, I was very strict with my rule. And then when I started traveling to California or Denver and I was like, you know, these are some really good breweries, too. Like, Mm -hmm. I became a brewery guy. I wanted to go try them. Yeah. It changed completely. So now I get excited when I see beer from out of state. I've also been here for 10 years. So the beer in state is here. I can get it when I want it. But if I see something that's new to a place that I've that I've uh, been to many times and it's out of state. Sure, I'll give it a try. Absolutely. So I've switched from hell no, <laughs> I won't go, to hell yes, let's try it and see what's good out of other states because I know what's good out of Oregon for the most part. Yeah, I, and I'm the complete opposite from you um, in this in the sense of like where our beginnings come from. You know, I was born in the state of Washington. I was raised in the state of Washington. I went to college in the state of Washington, and I've been. In Portland since 2013. Now, I grew up in Vancouver, so I was exposed to a lot of Portland stuff, you know, but I didn't really get into craft beer until, you know, probably 22, 23, maybe. Oh, I know that's not true. I dabbled in it in 2021. Um, you know, I started to kind of get into it a little bit more. Yeah, because I just realized my first legal beer um, my dad bought me was a mirror pond. Mm. So it's like I had to have had some sort of interest in craft beer by that time if I was no knowing to order a mirror pond and enjoying it. Um, <clears throat> so when I lived, especially when I lived in Pullman, you know, I was exposed to a lot of no lie out of Spokane, a lot of uh, Iron Horse out of Ellensburg, and uh, then Georgetown, Fremont, uh, Elysian, things like that I was really exposed to. There was some local stuff in, in Pullman, too. There's a little place in Waitsburg called Lotnapur, if you've ever been there. Cool little barn. It kind of reminds me of the old boneyard spot, but you can actually have a pint there. Make solid beer. Um, and then I got back into Portland, and I, you know, I'd always come visit and come check out stuff and always knew things were great. There was a time where I was really jacked to try things outside of Oregon just because I felt like, I had kind of run through everything and kind of done everything and had it all and nothing was really changing. And so I got really excited to try out things from out of state. Fast forward to now, my desire for out of state stuff has kind of started to diminish because I think the quality in Oregon is still rising. Yeah. I still think we are so far ahead of where we were five years ago, let alone 10, 20 years ago. So, you know, we didn't have the 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 the, the Von Eberts of the world to just crush pints of, the Wayfinders of the world, the Berelicks of the world drink. Um, you know, I mean, even 10 years ago, Breakside was three weeks old. So I think now I'm at a point where, you know, I'm able to indulge myself and have different styles of IPAs and different styles of lagers and stick with Oregon. Plus, a lot of times when I taste out-of-state beer, most of the time, 
for for I don't see a lot of loggers from out of state. I don't really count Washington as out of state because we see a decent amount of their stuff yeah. and always have. And we're seeing more of it too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. but I don't get a ton of loggers from California. I don't get a ton of loggers from Colorado. I don't get a ton of loggers from Nevada, which are you know probably the three best brewing states you know outside of us in Washington on the West Coast. <clears throat> so it's mostly IPAs and almost everything as as an IPA lover, almost everything that I find from out of state is hazy. Yep. And it doesn't tell me it's hazy. And a lot of them are on the trend. So it's a lot of galaxy hops, which is just not my jam. And so I've been very hesitant. I like trying new things. I will never say no to trying new things, but I will not. There is no way I was going to buy a four pack of this times arrow. I'll buy one. Yeah. I'll share it with you or I'll have it myself and see how I feel about it. If it's great, I'll go back and get more. I got no problem doing that. I'm not like, uh, uh, I don't have allegiances to the state of Oregon and only state of Oregon. But I'm hesitant, you know. Citraholic, amalgamator, all that Beechwood stuff. You got me. Yeah. I took a took a took a took a chance on it, and they all blew my mind. And so I'll stick with that. So I'm just, I still like to try stuff. I'm just a little cautious. Yeah, I think it's funny because I'm at that point where this you is were, great, by the way, where you were. That was, I've tried a lot of the great stuff. Mm-hmm. I know what's great. So when I have the option to try something I've never had before, even. I'm thinking of a brewery I've never had before, not a beer I've never had before. Um, I will take that, mm-hmm. right? So, like, let's say, for example, I saw on the shelf a Von Eber beer that I haven't had before. And then there's a beer from California that I've never ha- heard of before, or I've heard of the brewery but never had a beer. Right now, I would choose the California beer just because I know Von Ebert. I will have that beer at some point, okay. and I'll go back to it. But I don't know the next time that California beer is going to be on the shelf. Yeah. And... You know, maybe sometimes that's the wrong choice in terms of the quality of the beer, but I'm it's me experimenting and spreading my wings a little bit and, and learning some of the other states more than I used to. So I'm just finding myself doing that more. But you are right. Uh, it's not like the quality here has gone down. It's just we've talked about this as a, as a flaw. I think of a lot of Oregon beer drinkers is you get complacent because, you know, it's like, ah, oh, that'll be there. Right. That'll yep. be there. And then it's not. <laughs> and, and it's because a lot of people said the same thing. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> totally. I mean, you know how much Agostini pills I drank just be, just out of pure fear that it was never going to come back, you know. And then, you know, in talking with Sam and Sean, then it was like, yeah, it's going to, you know, we're, it won't be all the time, but we're going to make consistent batches and, and keep canning it and and doing that because we just really like the beer. And you're like, oh, OK, thank God. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's it, it's tricky to not get complacent. You know, I think it's really easy to get complacent, especially in this town. You know, people for the longest time always wanted to say that Ben, 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 Ben was everything. I don't think so anymore. I think Ben makes some really quality beer, but I think Eugene makes really quality beer. I think Hood River makes really quality beer. Sure, there's only one brewery out there, but I'll take Baker City too, you know. But Portland, Oregon makes really, really damn good beer right now. And... You know, whether you're, you know, like I said, the culminations, the wayfinders of the world, you know, I, I, I almost just kind of even just stick in Portland too. Like I don't drink a ton of like Fort George or Bowie anymore. I actually don't drink that much Freem anymore unless I'm really craving that Pilsner. Yeah. We've had some of the ferment lately, but that still seems like a new upcoming brewery. Um, that top and bottom ferment. So good. Yeah. I don't know the last time I had a Ben beer. I'm trying to I've think. got one in the fridge right now. You I got, told you I got yeah, the good you life. Got the, the good life. I used to really I used to drink a ton of good life. Um, but I haven't had a crux in a while. Well, you've had a lot of boneyards because we've Oh, that's true. That's true. Those came up here. Yeah, and maybe that's the other thing for me is that there's just a lot of options. And I think 
you know, I think some states tend to have like a flavor profile. You know, Colorado, I find to be a little more malty. Yep. And that's probably sure. because they're further from the hop farms. <clears throat> and also Cal- it's colder. Yeah. California beers, I tend to find a little, a little juicy. Um, they love a lot of hops that we don't use a lot up here. So it just creates a different kind of hop profile to their beers. Uh, and then, yeah. So then here I'm used Nevada, to Nevada. Like, we're getting a lot of hazies at the moment, but yeah, especially out of people like uh, revision revision. Yeah. Um, but here, you know, it's like how many breweries in this town got Citra from Crosby last year? You know what I mean? And so like, there's kind of, there can be, you know, and, and lots and batches are different, of course, but you know, there's going to be, you know, it's like when I go somewhere else and I drink tap water, when I was in Nashville, I drank tap water and I almost threw up. <laughs> And, it's, and people were like, what are you talking about? It's water. And I was like, you Californians, you don't get it. Yeah, my, You don't get it. Like my, where I live, we drink out of the tap and it's delicious. My tap water growing up had like chlorine in it. Yeah. Or floor, no, fluoride, chlorine. Probably fluoride. Yeah, Both, Vancouver, it was disgusting. Vancouver has fluoride in it. It's disgusting. But I got bull run water. One of my, fa- one of my biggest things that I miss is uh, the water in Clackamas County. When I was out in Milwaukee, we just pour water into our cold liquor tank. And I just pour that cold water into a, into a Nalgene. It's like the greatest water I've ever had in my life. Yeah, so I think some of it could just be a little. All of a sudden, it's a water rant. <laughs> I think so. I was like, I don't know where to go from here because this stopped being about beer really quickly. <laughs> so I just, I just think there could be, you know, some also, you know, characteristics, you know, especially when you're around your peers all the time. I'm sure someone comes to Oregon, and it's like, God, all your IPAs taste the same, you know, or all all your pilsners are just so hopped, and all you guys do the same thing. I'm sure there's a little bit of that, you probably. know, we probably do, Yeah, you know, well, you, you learn from the people around you and yeah. you see what's successful and you mimic and you, you try to figure out what recipe you like. That's similar to that thing you liked. And of mm-hmm. course it creates similarities, but that's the right. same everywhere. Right. All right. So let us know Instagram.com slash beers and us shoot us a DM. How excited do you get to try beers from out of state? And are you ex- usually happy with it or disappointed with it? Uh, the beer we're having right now. Uh, I'm pretty happy with this. I'm pretty happy have, with it, too. I have too. one negative, and that's the carbonation level is massively low. Yep. Um, but beyond that, the which is big for me, like especially when you get a, a, a West Coast IPA with some bitterness to it, mm-hmm. the carbonation helps that pop, and mm-hmm. I'm, it's kind of falling flat. But the flavors are really good. The smell is great. Smell is awesome. The, the aroma is, is fantastic. Um, it doesn't taste seven seven. That's for sure. It doesn't. But I get a touch of sweetness. Yeah. But I think it's more of a malt thing than a booze thing for me. I think the nose is my favorite part of the beer, which I, maybe I is agree. a sad thing to say because you're drinking it, but it smells delicious. Uh, I don't know, man. I think aroma is an underrated quality. I think I think aroma, you know, I mean, would you, would you, if someone put stir fry in front of you and it smelled like garbage, would you want to eat it? No. Yeah. But if it smells amazing, you're going to be like, oh yeah, baby. Give me that stir fry. Give yeah. me those noodles. Yeah. It's like Do when it. you walk in the house and you made bacon, like you made bacon for breakfast and you walk out of the house and come back like 20 minutes later and you walk and you're just like, oh. God. Yeah, then you walk in three days later and you go, I'm sick of the bacon smell. <laughs> Get it out of here, please. Yeah, so I think I think aroma's big. Not, not as big as flavor, obviously. Right, but that that is the, the star of the show in this beer is the aroma. Mm-hmm. Um, the can art is great, too. I love the can art. It's a little bit bitter. Uh, you're right, there is some sweetness, maltiness at the back end, yeah. which you were talking about. Colorado might have more of that. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing. I'm okay with it. It's, uh, it's a solid, uh, I'm not going to call it a West Coast IPA. Because it's not as bitter as our West Coast yeah, IPA yeah, yeah, is. Yeah. Um, it's good for a Colorado West Coast. It's more of, I'm going to call it more of a Northwest IPA. 
Yeah. It's got some of the malt backbone in it. It, it neutrals out some of the bitterness, and uh, it's still good. I think it's fair to call this a double IPA. Well, with that percentage, sure. It'd be a, it'd be a it's a lighter double yeah. IPA in terms of like flavor and girth, but uh, <laughs> you said girth. I know I like saying girth, <laughs> uh, but the ABV. I mean, the, the ABV like there's nothing wrong with having a, an IPA at seven seven. You know, just like there's nothing wrong with having a hazy. You just got to let people know that stuff. Yes. Um, I just wish the carbonation was better. Yeah. Some of that could just be the canning. It could just be. Could be the pour. The on, pour. Could be on me. No, I don't think so. I mean, it was like instantly just like, and there's very little carbonation in here. But I'm willing to look past that because I think the beer is very good. Yeah. So uh, We're nitpicking at this point. Our mutual friend. Time Zero. Time Zero. West Coast IPA. It's a, it's a low pricey. It's four twenty five a can. 16 ounce can. It's a little pricey, but that's to make sense. I've seen some fives out there too right now. I'm sure this came in from Robbie, from yeah. a friend of the show, Robbie at day one, because he always has got his eyeballs on what's what's the new and hot. Hey, Robbie, bring ratio into the city too. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. love ratio. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're listening, so please do it. Do it, do it <laughs> yeah, yeah, do, yeah, do, yeah. Do. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, let us know about the Multnomah experiences that you're having as it reopens tomorrow. Uh, Friday the 19th on Juneteenth. Let us know your thoughts on beers from out of state as well. Instagram.com slash beers on us. DM us there or comment on the posts or whatever. Or you can send us personal page stuff. I'm at MikeWins27 on Twitter. I've been getting some messages there. And then uh, Patrick's at PDD085 on Instagram. Remember, he's got his live show today, 7 o'clock, Thursday the 18th. Uh, Go watch him on Instagram Live and Facebook Live. And, uh, We'll be back next week. We're going to be able to start going back out to places, I imagine. Um, the mask covering thing is a little weird because we cannot wear masks and talk into a microphone. Um, that just muffles your voice too much. <laughs> so I'm not sure how we're going to manage that. But we now have the ability to go places that we were yeah. planning on going. So that's very exciting. Hopefully we'll get to do that pretty soon. But if not, understand we're just trying to be safe and also make quality content. Yeah. So And hopefully we can start talking about beer again and less, less COVID. I have a feeling that's not going to happen right away. I know, I know. But uh, we won't jump the gun. But like that—that's exciting. That's what I'm saying. Be patient with us because it's we're... hard. It's hard not to talk about this. I know. Like, there's two things going on in this country right now. There's a disease, and you know, social justice. Yes. <clears throat> and as much as you might get sick of of one or the other or both, like it, it, they ain't going anywhere. So it is kind of part of life. It is, and we got to talk about it. Uh, so if if you're getting annoyed with all the COVID and not as much beer, just be patient. We, want we can, to give we you... can switch to Black Lives Matter in beer if you want. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I got no problem carrying that torch. Neither, neither do I. But I, if you're listening for this for just beer, be patient with us. Yep. We, want to, we want to get back to that just like everyone else does. We're still trying to give you beer, yep. tasting we'll be rooms and stuff like that. But, you know, there's other stuff to talk about as well. Uh, if you haven't done it yet, subscribe, rate, review wherever you find us. Um, I don't know how it works in all the the systems out there i have an iphone so i can see the apple podcast stuff and how you do it there i'm not sure if it works the same on google or radio.com but um if you have apple Podcasts but you don't use that and that's the only thing that lets you do it do it there because it helps yeah why not and um we will see you guys next week traces
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.